Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's show, we're going to be talking about existential anxiety. What is existential anxiety and what can we do about it? So for now, let's get into existential anxiety. Deep breath first, I think. Ah, yeah. It's also known as uh, existential angst. I'm sh- you know, this is not anything new. We're humans. We exist on the planet and we think about that because we have the ability to think. And we have the ability to look at our thoughts and think about what we're thinking. So when we start to look at the meaning of life, it can often cause something called existential angst or existential anxiety for people. It's an all-encompassing kind of anxiety and stress. It's alive and well and nagging and pervasive way when we look at trying to make sense or meaning of our lives. This existential angst um, or anxiety can include feelings like agitation, fretting, our usual anxiety type of uh, symptoms, depending on what yours are, your physical symptoms. People can have panic attacks and depression, all from getting into this thought pattern and thinking about the meaning of their existence. So this can arise from wondering about why we're here. We can have a variety of feelings around this, like it can feel unsettled. We can have a vague discomfort, anxious feelings, and anxious feelings about everything. It becomes hard to pinpoint exactly what it is that you're feeling anxious about. It just feels like everything has got you ramped up. But at the same time, not being able to articulate what uh, you're actually feeling can really throw you down the wormhole, right? Like this can feel like, I'm afraid of everything. What can I do now? So let's look at this a little bit more closely and see that just like all the other ones that we talk about, it doesn't have to be so frightening. It's a little bit like having the feelings of anxiety of being tired and wired at the same time. Let's let's look at it as having those racing thoughts, tired and wired, and fear, fear around whatever it is you're considering. And it's different for everybody. But when it's that really big, pervasive, all-encompassing kind of fear about why we're here and what we're doing on this planet, if it is stemming from that, that's what I would call the existential angst, the existential anxiety. It's the anxiousness about life's big questions and about making meaning out of our lives. This feeling of being anxious about everything, nothing, and the feelings that it brings on causes us great stress Yet this is also often happening because it is our human way of working out what 
is important to us. So this question doesn't come out of the blue and it doesn't come up without some purpose. The, the, the thinking of it, the fact that you've gotten into a meltdown about it or you're having anxiety or panic attacks about it is something challenging and you want to work your way out of that. But considering your existence and your purpose on this planet is not a problem. So it again, it isn't the thought, but it's our relationship to it that has gotten us into a very uncomfortable spot. So we get these questions when we're, we're starting to... Um, ask about the things that are important to us. We ask questions like, how do I make something of myself? What's my purpose? Where do I fit in? Do I have a tribe? And of course, who am I? Well, this pondering and questioning causes us great stress and anxiety and panic in some people. It also gives us the space, and the opportunity to create some meaning in our lives. And I know that sounds hard when it's so, it's such a difficult feeling, but it really is an opportunity to create a meaningful life. There may be a reason that you're thinking these things. Now, we want to keep you from going down the wormhole with the thoughts, which we can do, but don't be afraid of the thinking itself. Often when I was working with eating disorder clients and um, they would be moving forward, right? They were, you know, eating disorder therapy is very, very long. And so I would see clients for a very long time while they were in that particular program. And when they were getting to a point where they were really moving forward, making great progress, starting to feel really good about themselves again, making physical progress also in their health, then they would all of a sudden have this, they would hit this wall, this place of questioning. And often when we would be meeting in our um, supervision with all the therapists, all of us in there together, we would say she's having an existential questioning. And it was very exciting While it felt horrible to the client, it was really a sign to us that this person was beginning to move beyond living in just an eating disordered mind, a very small mind of uh, rigidness, and it was expanding out into who am I, why am I here, and what have I come to do? What can I do while I am here? Although the client would feel like they were taking a downward spiral. um, But when we worked through with them and they got the care and they learned their own self-compassion around this and they were curious and open-minded, amazing new revelations came over and over again. They began to see what their desires were and what the direction that they wanted to take in life would be these new ideas and thoughts would start to emerge. And so sometimes when we're having this happen to us, when we're in a usual, just regular, our daily anxious mind, we can start to wonder if maybe something isn't trying to crack through, if something isn't trying to bubble up. And we can look at that. So don't be so afraid of it. You want to take care of yourself so that you don't have you're not feeling anxious all the time and that the anxiety is taking you down. 
but you want to respect the idea that you are having these thoughts about the bigger picture in your life. It can be an opportunity for growth and for big change. Today's episode is sponsored by Prolon Life. This is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making the cells believe they're fasting. It is proven to induce autophagy or autophagy, the body's internal cellular repair and recycling pathway, which has been linked to improved health and reduced disease. The five-day program uses science-backed nutrition technology that offers the benefits of prolonged water fasting while providing food and nutrients to enhance safety, adherence, and long-term outcomes. I have wanted to do a water fast for quite a while for health reasons, but I've not found the right place or time yet, so I'm very excited to try Prolong Life five-day program as soon as it arrives. It offers all the benefits of fasting without the inconvenience. Prolong Life's program includes snacks, soups, and beverages designed to keep your body in a fasting state. It's no wonder why thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon to support healthy blood sugar and cardiovascular health. Right now, Prolon is offering the Anxiety Coaches Podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash ACP. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash ACP for the special offer. Prolon L Nutra. That's prolonlife.com slash ACP. So once again, with anxiety, you know, I talk about often that the anxiety has a silver lining. And so again, I think we're seeing both sides of the challenge here. We're seeing a silver lining to a a very anxious and uncomfortable state. We see worry and anxiety, and we can see the liberation that it can bring as we create new or more meaning for ourselves and uh, our our families and our communities, because often great things come out of our questioning of our own lives. The caution that I want to say is to not get stuck in the past. You know, we can end up going to something like, oh, I would have done this, I should have done this, I could have done that. And that's really focusing on the past. We want to make sure we don't go back there and start ruminating then on, you know, if I had only gone to college, if I had only finished my XYZ degree, or if I had, if I would have only married this person, whatever your, wherever your own mind will go, you can be cautioned. Now, you know, I cautioned you, don't go there. Don't get stuck there. When you see it, when you see a woulda, coulda, shoulda, you want to say, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that I'm thinking that? Let it be. Just drop the rope with it. Don't play tug of war with that. The other place we can get stuck is going to the future and looking at um, going to the future with the most anxiety-causing question that I know of all, which is what if? 
So we start looking at the future. We're having this existential angst. We're coming through the other side of it where we've been willing to look at it and our relationship with those questions. And we see an opening and an opportunity. And then we get scared because we're looking at our future and we're getting scared. And we say, "What? but what if? What if this? What if that? And because the mind is hardwired to be cautious and fearful, and you know that uh, fearful negative thoughts stick to us like Velcro and the positive ones slide off us like Teflon only because that's how that very early brain, that lizard brain was wired to keep us safe and alive. And so we have to use our consciousness and the other parts of our brain and our thinking to question that, to just let things be and not get caught in those scary what ifs. So again, we're calling up our higher selves and just making friends with, although we don't want to give it a lot of energy, with the what if from our lizard brain that's just trying to keep us safe and just let it go. Isn't that interesting again? Just let it be. Both the past and the future keep us out of the only place that we can do anything about in our lives, and that is the present moment. All of your power is in the present moment, and we live that one moment after another moment after another moment. And it seems like it's fleeting and fast, but the more that you can calm the mind and let, um, like, just let the silt settle to the bottom that pond of your mind becomes clear. So it takes some time, it takes some practice and calmness. So that's why we want to practice sitting. We want to be getting so that we can find ourselves in comfortable places when we are just being, because this is going to help us see things clearly and slow things down so that we're in the present moment. It feels like more than just a fleeting present moment. It slows down. It opens up. There's much more opportunity in there. This takes us right back to our usual ways of dealing with all types of anxiety, right? Practice staying present. That's what we talk about over and over again. And so a few reminders for you today, whether it's uh, existential anxiety, whether you have ruminating thoughts, intrusive thoughts, if you have health anxiety, It's all anxiety. It's just your own variety, your own flavor. And the way that we deal with all of them is to practice staying present with what is right in front of us. And so a few reminders for that is number one, like you know, I always say, meditate. Learn to meditate. There are a hundred different ways that you can do that. And you can learn many, many different forms But let's just start simply. Let's learn to become present with your breath or the sensations in your body. Sitting, right, and becoming present with the breath for 10 minutes. Just try it. And if you want to try more things and you want some more ideas, listen to podcast number 145 on meditation. It's got a lot of great ideas in there. So jump on over there. If you're serious about getting out of this trap of being thrown into the future 
or being thrown into the past with all kinds of woulda, coulda, shouldas, or what ifs into the future, just start with the meditation. Learn how to slow and calm the activity in the mind down so that you can be more present. Oh, another thing that you can do is to start um, a gratitude journal. And you've heard me talk about this before. Uh, Any kind of journaling is a good place to start with just writing. And I, uh, although you can do all kinds of apps, I know, and there are all, you could even keep one on your computer on a spreadsheet or a document that you filled out all the time. If you have the inclination to do so, putting pen to paper is, is really activating different parts of our brain. So Get into it if you want. Use pen to paper. Start a little journal. You can keep it in your purse, keep it in your desk, and fill it out. Gratitude journal is a great place. If you just want to write out your thoughts and feelings, that's fine too. And you can do that by um, many different things. You could do morning pages, which has been popular for a very long time. I think it was Julia Cameron who talked about that in The Artist's Way, doing morning pages. I think it's three pages before you do anything in the morning and you just write. There's no form to it. You don't have to use punctuation and you just, or correct spelling, you just keep writing. You write, 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 and you never read it again. It's not to be reread, but it clears the mind. It helps slow the mind down so that it can become creative. Or my favorite one, which is a gratitude journal, where you just jot down the things that have brought you joy or that bring you joy to even think about. It's a wonderful way to activate that gratitude part of our mind and really feel joy in our lives. You can also revisit this journal occasionally to see what it is that appears over and over again. What is popping up often that brings you joy and gratitude? You might want to consider that some some of a clue as to what your life purpose might be. Remember, this type of anxiety is not unusual. We do ponder our existence as human beings. And with that, we can also choose to make meaning in our lives and to have peace with our own existence. And now for today's quote, no one can advise and help you. There is only one way, go within. And that is Rainier Maria Relke. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. I'd like to invite you to our exclusive group coaching membership. It's an opportunity to join a community of like-minded individuals that are committed to achieving their personal goal of living with more peace and calm. Our membership program offers you the chance to connect with a group of individuals who are dedicated to clearing their chronic stress, anxiety, and panic while living with joy. You'll have the opportunity to participate in live group coaching sessions with me. By becoming a member, you also gain access to exclusive resources and materials designed to support your healing, well-being, and growth. These include skill sheets, 
access to all the Anxiety Coaches podcast episodes ad-free, and perhaps the most significant benefit of our membership program is the support and accountability that comes from being part of a group of like-minded individuals who are all striving towards similar goals. You'll be able to share your experiences and insights with coaches and group members, receive feedback and advice, and build relationships with people who share your desire to live with freedom from anxiety, worry, and negative thoughts. Start overcoming anxiety today and make it last a lifetime. Sign up for our group coaching membership today and take the first step toward unlocking your full potential for more peace and calm. Go to acpgroupcoaching.com. I'd love to see you in the group acpgroupcoaching.com. The link is in the show notes.